Welcome back to Columbus, Ohio. I'm Nathan Forstovel. Joining me is Murphy Horning, and we're here with the Scarlet Gray Sports Recap from the final game at the Horseshoe of the season. The Buckeyes going on next week to take on their rival, Michigan, up in Ann Arbor. But today, they were the victors here on this field in the capital city of the Buckeye State, 56-7 over the Michigan State Spartans. Well, if you're an Ohio State fan right now, you probably feel like you've just won the lottery. If you're a Michigan State fan, well, you feel like you've probably just seen a ghost. I mean, this was a shocking, shocking first half. The Buckeyes led 49 to nothing. C.J. Stroud was dynamite. Ohio State, a lot of pass breakups at the line of scrimmage in Michigan State. They had two turnovers in the first half. This was just an old-fashioned blowout here at Ohio Stadium today. And you can't really ask for much more out of this Buckeye defense, this young Buckeye defense that has been really without a leader this entire year after Joss Proctor went down with an injury. Safety Bryson Shaw stepped up to fill those shoes. Big shoes to fill. And obviously this defensive line played absolutely phenomenal today. And that might have been the difference in that game. They got in the face of Thorne. They batted over five passes is down at the line. They had two sacks and nine tackles for loss. Michigan State really wasn't able to get any momentum today. No, they are not. As Ohio State, they did a great job making plays. Michigan State did turn the ball over once. Buckeyes got two sacks and they had nine tackles for loss. So they, in the, coming in this game, they had to make more plays, although they probably didn't even need to make them because the offense was so dominant. But nevertheless, Ohio State's defense did make more plays like they needed to do. Yeah, the Buckeyes did capitalize on that one fumble. They turned it into a touchdown. Seven points on the board there. Ultimately didn't need it as the first-team offense scored 49 points today. Absolutely phenomenal. C.J. Stroud might have vaulted himself into the Heisman conversation. He only had three incompletions on the day. He had 32 uh, completions on 35 attempts for 432 yards, six touchdowns, a 91% completion percentage, and a rating of 251.7. Uh, C.J. Stroud was unbelievable. He was just throwing darts out there in the first half, and his accuracy was the best I've ever seen of any Ohio State quarterback. That was an unbelievable performance in the first half. But now, what does this mean going forward for Ohio State? Michigan next week, that's a big one. And if Michigan takes care of business, that means that Next week will be the Big Ten East Championship game between Ohio State and Michigan. That one's always big, regardless of how the teams are. But a big game, always the biggest game of the year, looks even bigger now. Absolutely. Michigan, that game underway at Maryland in College Park. Maryland 5-5, five and five, backs against the wall there for bowl eligibility. If they were to fail, they would meet a Rutgers team that's currently trailing 28-0 to Penn State. So we would expect to see, if everything holds pat, that you would have a 5-6 and six Maryland team, a 5-6 and six Rutgers team playing for bowl eligibility next week. And then, uh, as you said, that Big Ten East de facto Big Ten East championship game in Ann Arbor. Obviously, Ohio State looking ahead to a very tough Michigan team. What can Ohio State learn from this victory over the Spartans as they go forward to Ann Arbor? I mean, well, what can't you learn from this game? I mean, C.J. Stroud just needs, needs to keep doing what he's doing. The run game had a solid game. It was not quite explosive today because it didn't need to be. But Ohio State did a good job stopping the run. That's how Michigan is going to try and beat Ohio State next week by trying to bleed the Buckeyes to death and to try and force Ohio State to struggle inside the red zone, inside the 50, which was a formula that worked against Ohio State before these last two games, but it may not work next week given how talented this Ohio State team is team is and how well they've played the last two games. And Michigan State wasn't able to do that at all today. They only had 66 yards on the ground, 
Former, I guess, Heisman candidate Kenneth Walker III had six attempts for 25 yards. Absolutely phenomenal after he shredded that Michigan team in that victory in East Lansing that put the Spartans at number seven in the country. And the Spartans, they only had 22 minutes on the time of possession today. The Buckeyes just blitz up and down the field by will. That they did. I mean, this score is very reflective of how the game turned out. And I said no one was expecting this. And what does this portend for the college football rankings going forward? Although, if nothing else, I mean, forget about the rankings. How good of a team do you think Ohio State is compared to the rest of the field? This is the best team in the country, Murph. Yes, like, they I'll are. just say it right they here. Are. Georgia, they have that defense that's vaunted. But as we said earlier in the broadcast during the halftime show, Florida's the best offense that they played. Florida is a four loss program at this point, or five loss program. Thank you, Max. Like, they are not. Not a good football team, and Florida ended up spotting them 21 points there in turnovers towards the end of the second half. We forget with three minutes left there um, in the first half in that game, Florida was trailing only 3-0 to zero to Georgia, and after a series of turnovers, they let Georgia pull away in that game. This Georgia team has not faced a dynamic offense like Ohio State that has weapons all across the board. We were talking about this Ohio State running back room earlier. Master Teague, 21 attempts, 95 yards in this game. He averaged 4.5 carry. Travion Henderson, they didn't even need for him to have a breakout day today. He had 63 yards on 9 attempts, 7 yards a carry. Mayan Williams, the newcomer as well, uh, he showed some flashes last Last year, he had four attempts for 35 yards today. He was averaging 8.8. They had 206 yards on the, on the ground, 449 through the air, for a total yard count of 655 yards. 655 yards, and the first team offense wasn't even on the field for uh, for the second half, basically. And I still think Georgia's defense is absolutely incredible. They it are. doesn't matter with the numbers that they have, who you face, but I think the way Ohio State's played, it's not going to matter. Ohio State will make enough plays. Ohio State's offense is better than Georgia. Always use defense. Seems like they figured out the pass defense. They've always stopped Enough the run to defend well. Stetson. Yep. Enough to defend Stetson. That's yeah, all that matters. Of course, Georgia's there. offense, defense is great. Their offense doesn't really intimidate anybody. It's but that's why really I think Ohio State matches up well against them. Ohio State could go ahead in that game, and Georgia's not built to come back. No, they are not built to come back at all. Yeah, absolutely. Then obviously looking around the rest of the country as far as the rankings, this Ohio State team looked dominant over a top 10 team there that, as we said, it, the score sheet for a long time looked very similar to Georgia over an FCS team earlier today. Absolutely dominant. We cannot understate how dominant this victory was today. And it was a statement game. You want to talk about style points in a season when no one's had style points. Everyone struggled. Oregon's had a ton of one-score uh, one, uh, victory. Oklahoma has a ton of one-score victories this year. Even Cincinnati, a team which they th a lot of people have projected to crash in, they've only had a couple touchdown victories over some teams that they were expected to beat handily. And Alabama nearly losing to the Vols at home this past uh, these past few weeks they have struggled um, and we expect that moving forward where do we think the Buckeyes are going to land there Murphy do they have the opportunity to jump in Oregon even with Oregon with head-to-head -head over Ohio State or even in Alabama um, that takes on a top 25 uh, Arkansas team today yes I do of course there's still a lot to be sorted out Oregon is an underdog at Utah tonight Alabama plays Arkansas that is a game Alabama should win but I think Ohio State should definitely jump Alabama now Oregon I still struggle with with putting Ohio State ahead of Oregon when Oregon beat Ohio State, but I think this is the best win, win between the two teams. Absolutely. It goes to the real question of this college football playoff era is do you wait best or most deserving? Does Ohio State 
they are the better team, absolutely. And that's what Definitely. the committee says that they rate. They say that they rate the four best teams and put them in the playoffs. They playoff. don't, but However, that's what they say they do. That's, that is the goal of the committee there with that. Ohio State is clearly one of the top four teams in the country, and you have to definitely hear a debate that they're at least better than Oregon, if not Bama. However, the committee has respected in this head-to-head -head matchup, Oregon and Ohio State, that Oregon is more deserving because they beat Ohio State on the field. That is not re reflected later in these rankings. Obviously, they're proven correct here today with the Michigan State loss, but putting Michigan State, who beat Michigan in East Lansing, behind the Wolverines. So, a little bit of inconsistency there from the committee, uh, but it'll be interesting to see Tuesday night because of that. And I'll tell you, if you're an Ohio State fan, you, you could have just plugged years for the last five minutes, because it doesn't matter what the committee thinks. Ohio State does control their own destiny, and if they really are good enough to win the national championship, they will get their shot and win the national championship. So if you're a Buckeye fan, don't pay attention to the committee and just hope your team wins out. Absolutely, and looking at some key scores from around the nation, the ACC is effectively out of the playoff race now yep. as Clemson blitzed Wake Forest at home to continue the longest home winning streak in the country. They won 48-27. to They're at Clemson. Cincinnati, the Bearcats, with 12.54 left in the first quarter. A quick touchdown. Desmond Ritter is one for one for 53 yards on a 53-yard touchdown pass to St Tyler Scott. They're looking to make a big statement there against the 8-2 SMU Mustangs. UTSA, the undefeated team from Conference USA, is trailing UAB at home 7-0. Obviously, the group of five asking for more respect this year. They really haven't got it outside of Cincinnati. Um, Michigan tied 0-0 with a 11 minutes and 34 seconds here in the first quarter at Maryland. Arkansas and Alabama just underway. That one's still 0-0. And Notre Dame, a big resume win for the Bearcats. They're up 38-0 over Georgia Tech. They've been looking good for these past couple weeks. And then another score from around the Big Ten, Iowa, up on Illinois, 17-13 and half. But that Notre Dame team, that's one that's kind of fell in as a dark horse maybe playoff for candidate. for good reason. Absolutely. They're at the number 18 in the country. You would think they would, they would at least move up a spot with a win with Michigan State falling. They're still in the conversation there, Murph. They are, but they need some help. They could get it tonight from Oregon, but Notre Dame, they're not in great shape because they can't vault their own way to the top. They need a lot of help elsewhere, but although that being said, Oregon, they have a tough one against Utah tonight. Alabama and Georgia, if Bama loses, Alabama... Or Notre Dame could vault ahead of them, although that's an interesting discussion that's way down the road here. But Notre Dame, they're not in good shape for the playoff, but they're not dead. Yeah, and they don't have that 13th data point that all these other teams have. So they don't, they're do not they not in a conference. Many have clamored for them to join the ACC or the Big Ten. Their style and program and geography would fit either of those. Um, they do play in the Big Ten or the ACC and other sports. But it might serve as a disadvantage in the college football playoff era when whenever they've been in, they've been blown out. So you have kind of that bad history there on the back end if you're the Irish. But you also have a huge name brand that draws those eyeballs there if you're Notre Dame. Speaking of that 13th uh, data point there, we talked a little bit about it on the pregame show. Since he can clinch the American tonight with yep. a win over SMU, looks like they're well on their way to that. Ohio State, if Michigan does lose today, does clinch the Big Ten East. If not, as Murphy said, it'll be a de facto Big Ten East championship game uh, next week in Ann Arbor. Oregon or Utah can clinch with a win tonight. Uh, Oregon is at Utah. They're actually three-point dogs. They're on the road to Utah. They might have to play twice if Utah does get the victory tonight. 
tonight. Bama can clinch with a win today over Arkansas. They'll, uh, they could get a berth into the SEC title game against Georgia. Pittsburgh, with a win today, can clinch, and Wake could have clinched today. Unfortunately, they lost there, too. Unfortunately for them, they did lose to Clemson in the Big 12. Oklahoma did win today. They'd have to have a couple other things to clinch. If not, Oklahoma State is still hanging around. They will play in the Bedlam game here upcoming shortly. Those are your clinching scenarios there with that. As far as that, what does that look like as far as the playoff picture for the Buckeyes? If you're an Ohio State faithful, do you want Michigan to win this week? Maybe give you a you better do. resume win there with that? Or do you just take uh, the straight win in case you lose in Ann Arbor, maybe sneak in as a 10-2 and two champion? And the natural impulse of all Ohio State fans is to root for Maryland just because it's Michigan. Even if it's good for Ohio State, you can't root for Michigan to win. But it would be better for Ohio State resume-wise if Michigan wins today and Ohio State would get another win against a 10-win team transitioning there to C.J. Stroud. He obviously played phenomenally there today. Is there anyone else in the Heisman conversation, just as some final thoughts there, um, that could even contend with a performance like that, or does that put him as the number one poll? I think it definitely puts him as the number one guy. He had a dominating performance, a 12 o'clock game that everyone was watching at at least the start. This is the biggest game of the day. I think that's the Heisman moment that C.J. Stroud is. Bryce Young, he's had a solid year for Alabama, but he hasn't quite had that moment like people always need. Stroud absolutely phenomenal today. This Buckeye offense was unstoppable as the final score from the last game in the horseshoe this year, 56-7. It's been a great season. Thanks for riding along here with SGSR. We'll be on the road in Ann Arbor next weekend. Make sure to tune in. This has been the Scarlet Gray Sports Recap here on Scarlet Gray Sports Radio. I'm Nathan Forstoffel. Joining me is Murphy Horning, signing off for one last time from Columbus, Ohio. Have a good night, everybody.